0: Well, the boss called me up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave-driving jerk. And down. It's time for expert analysis from the best in the game. This is Me, She's Wrestling with Mike Davidson. I'm a former producer of wrestling, and I had to tell people, here's what I need in a promo, here's what I need in a match, and here's why you have to do it. You tried to be cute, you tried to be clever, and you came off undervaluing the guy the promoter is paying thousands of dollars to get into the ring with you. Special guest star, the Mecca, Shane Madison. Madison.
1: Joseph. See something that the Mecca Shane Madison has had to deal with my
0: entire life.
2: It doesn't matter! Because I, you, Guarantee
0: that the Mecca will win.
2: And producer Chris. He's just a money-making machine, that guy. As somebody who's featured regularly on their program. I don't think he's going to be able to take enough time away from his other adventures.
0: The guy is a mogul. And now, B. She's Wrestling. She's Wrestling. 1993 was an amazing year for me. And episode 93 is going to be a great episode for you. It is B. She's Wrestling. We're coming off one of the most listened to episodes ever I don't know if it was because a little bit of Vince or a little bit of Vance (laughs) some people said it was irresponsible to put them side by (laughs) side in a picture and talk about cancellation Um, Vance Nevada we're going to talk about him in a minute but I'm going to tell you he was very disgruntled he almost disowned a mutual friend of mine and his the great being a striker he thought Steve Stryker had loaded me up with information (laughs) so now every time I talk to Stryker, I'm like what do you know that you're not telling me and he's like nothing So I don't know. Sounds like a situation I was in a
1: couple of weeks ago.
0: It happens. Yes. (laughs) Steve. Where you start to sweat because you think you've disrespected a friend. Now in Winnipeg, some wrestling companies are selling lots of tickets and some wrestling companies are struggling to sell five tickets a day when they need to sell about 50. Mm -hmm. (laughs) WPW. Amazing story. They are coming off an amazing show at the West End Cultural Center. There's a new woman's champion. It's Silesia Sparks. Did I say that right? Yep. Okay, good. Sometimes I say names wrong. My favorite. It drives people crazy. She's the new woman's champion. Then they put two days of tickets on sale, March 8th and 9th, for the Voyager Cup. (laughs)
1: And I think that's probably one of the reasons why Silesia went over because Jody won't be available for those dates because she has TNA tapings on those dates.
0: So the champion must defend the title, apparently. I guess. So they put two days of tickets on sale, March 8th and 9th, both at the West End Cultural Center. It's a Friday and Saturday. I was told it was 350 on night one, 350 on night two. They sold out night two right away because everyone wants to see the Saturday night, who's going to win the tournament. By the way, what is a Voyager Cup? Have you seen it? I have not seen the cup. I wonder wonder what it is. But yeah. they have two really good first-round matches. Judas Icarus against A.J. Sanchez. Chad Daniels against Sebastian Wolf. Wow. B.C. versus Manitoba at its finest. Going to be a good show. And they sold out night two within five hours. 18 hours in, they were almost completely sold out. And I believe, last I heard, they had... Maybe a sparse amount of stand-ups tickets, which was under 20. By the so time this it's airs, sold out. it's sold out. It's yeah. sold out. Congratulations, Ben and Devin. I love the way you guys do business. Back-to-back nights, both sellouts. Very impressive. Do you know what that means? What does that mean? I have always... You're
1: starting
2: up? S- no. 50-50. 50-50. <laughs> 50-50. 50-50. See, I, I could thought be it was announced, be
0: 60. Could be announced tomorrow. Maybe <laughs> never announced ever. Okay. I don't know. I'm not committed. So that's happening. It's happening. It's not happening. We'll get into it. You've been around. How many times have I been this close and you got and it didn't happen? handful. But I'm getting a lot of interesting text messages from you. Yeah. D- don't read them on the air. <laughs> don't read who, them. Who are you, Steve Stryker? Whoa.
1: Stryker told me it was okay.
0: He, no. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Do not do that. He told me the same thing. Okay. Well, here's what I will say about WPW to wrap it. I can say this. They have done an amazing job. They have created a relationship with the fan base, which is paramount to be successful. They have a very loyal engagement amongst their, their hardcore. Something that's really impressive about what they did. They did not do a two-night combo ticket. They did not. I don't believe there was a, if you want for both shows, 33 for one, 33 for two, but we'll give you the two for $50. Two I don't for think one they or did something. that. Yeah, nothing. No, nothing like I that. Think... And
1: Steph DeLander is going to be in on night two. Just night two. Just
0: night two. Interesting. Sebastian Wolf coming in, making his Winnipeg debut. Judas Icarus has been here before. Probably one of the top 10 unsigned talents in the world.
1: I'd never even heard of this guy. And then you sent me some video and oh. it's pretty impressive.
0: Oh. I, the the video I sent you. If I'm if I'm going out of my way to send you a video, mm-hmm. that is as good of endorsement as I get. And if I'm actually watching it, yeah, then that's and that's actually another yeah, thing. And if we're texting after we watch it, that means it's even that much better. How about
1: Anderson Tyson Moore debuts? Interesting
0: debut at the he. So what happened was show. it was Bobby Shink, Mo Jabari, and Tyler Colton in a three way for the WPW yep. championship, and. Near the finish, uh, James Corba goes in to count the pin as a, as a referee, stops the count, double fingers Bobby Shink, who was about to win the title. I don't blame him. <laughs> and then they go into the finish and, and Colton wins the match. And then right after, Shink's in there mad and ATM comes in with the chair yeah. and attacks Bobby Shink. So obviously Bobby Shink and ATM are going off in an angle. Good idea. Yep. Really good idea.
2: Maybe can heat up Bobby
0: Shink again. Rehabilitation. Well, yeah, it's a good way to get him away from Tyler Colton. With he's a very good babyface. The yep. WPW fans love him. The WPW fans wanted him to regain the title. And it's funny because Rob Robbie Cowie, who's one of Tony Candelo's lieutenants, does mm. a little bit of the setup work. AJ's favorite guy. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> he messaged me and he was like. What a terrible finish! Everyone booed, and I was like, "They were supposed to boo." The ref turned heel. <laughs> like, what do you want? Well, he's like, "The fans wanted Bobby Shing to win." Yes, that's what you want. The baby it's called the chase. Yeah, the, yeah, everyone, the the fans should want the baby face to win, and if the heel is not going to lose the belt, you want them booing. You mm-hmm. do not want them. Okay, our guy lost or didn't get the belt, but we're still happy. That's not what you want. And that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie Cowie's take on what he saw and only online. He wasn't in the building. I am told, and we shared it on social media, the fans were white hot, and How hot? piping, hot piping hot and consistently hot through the entire show. I cannot say this enough. If you get a chance, and it's hard, because if you do not buy those tickets in advance, you do not get them. Now their next opportunity, the fans out there listening, is probably the
1: museum show.
0: Because they can't get in in March. Yeah, but it's not formally announced.
1: Not announced, but, you know. I've heard. We've heard rumblings.
0: Yeah, I don't know that it's confirmed, but I think that they're going to return for an annual show at the museum, and they should. Yeah. And, um, wow.
1: Maybe some more surprises.
0: What like what? Well, see,
2: it's a surprise. We'll see well, what if happens. you're
0: gonna stooge about my text? Why don't you stooge <laughs> about the surprises? You I know, don't like the pal. stooge. Hold on, <laughs> Steve Stryker did not give him the go ahead. to Steve stooge. Stryker would be proud of you. Right <laughs> yes, now. he
1: would be proud. Stooge in training.
0: Yeah. Yes. Now, that's WPW. They're doing everything. Like, there's a reason they sell out. Okay, mm-hmm. nothing is left to chance. Let's talk about the CWE who went into Steinbach, Manitoba. I don't know what the official attendance was, but I saw pictures. It was very, very well attended. Steinbeck. And I forgot to mention that event
1: on the event center. I also forgot to mention a Cloud9 event. So my apologies go out there to uh, CWE and to Cloud9. Yes. Because I missed two events.
0: Did CWE mention it? I don't think they did. No. They but Cloud9 did mention Cloud9 it Cloud9 me. did mention it. I consider Cloud9 to be a good friend, and yes. I felt bad yep. he said that. I own that. That's yeah. on me. I screwed up, but it's Minot, and our, I can tell you our listenership in Minot, although growing, is not where it needs to be. So it might it might not have affected the attendance in Minot, but there you go, good effort by Cloud Nine. CWE has you showed up in Rookies Sports Bar for you. I, I think sure that's did. The second time you've showed up at Rookies.
1: Second and hopefully last.
0: No, you say that, but you don't mean it.
1: Well, I wasn't announced for this show. Yeah, Chad Daniels was there.
0: Did you get barred for hitting the ring? No. I was just watching the show, and I saw an opportunity, so I hit the ring. That They really have a security issue at that venue. Well, like, Sheldon got slapped. By the way, speaking of... I the- slapped
1: Chad, Chad Daniels. Yeah. Any guy who can't spell the name, the word chiseled properly... Yeah, How do you spell chiseled? Me- C-H-I-S-E-L-E-D. Ch- chiseled? No, his is spelled C-H-I-S-L-E-D. E- I thought it was D. C-H-I-Z-Z-L-E-D. Well, if you put the Zs in there, it's got to be an E before the L, no matter what. All right. So, I, I, listen, I have no respect for anyone who can't spell
0: chiseled properly. Talk. Somebody who knows the perfect spelling of chiseled, because Shane Madison gave one very confidently, and he, maybe that's how it's spelled. I don't know. Anyone who knows the spelling of chiseled properly, please send put it out there on social media. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Mecca is right or Mecca
1: is wrong. How about hashtag Mecca Mecca spelling or Mecca grammar, maybe. Mecca spelling,
2: it's going to be a new feature, the Mecca's grammar course. Yes, yes.
1: Well, listen, no, listen. I, I did have to make an appearance. There was the King of Transcona, of course. There was a series of matches. The winners advanced into a battle royal at the end. Chad Daniels was in that battle royal. And, you know, last show, he punched me in the face. So what was he thinking? There's not going to be a receipt for that? Of course I'm going to show up there. And of course, I'm going to jump him, and that's the way that goes. So the fact of the matter is this: we we're now a week, a week, a week plus after this event, and have we heard anything from Chad Daniels? We've heard nothing, because the guy is scared. He has he has got nothing to say. He's got no killer instinct, like I said. So he's he's sitting at his in his basement, licking his wounds. He's he's too scared to even say anything to me. So. Just furthering my point that, you know, this guy lacks any sort of killer instinct, and I'm going to roll over him when I get him in the ring. But in the meantime, I'm not going to wait to get Chad Daniels in the ring because I've announced that I will be wrestling in an event coming up at the end of March. Where? Landmark Manitoba. Land me's Manitoba. And the fact of the matter is this. What did I say when I came back? The land of marks. (laughs) Perhaps. (laughs) But I said my goal was to win the CWE championship. Now, I got off on a little bit of a detour here because of Chad Daniels ruining that for me. So in order for me to get back on that path, listen, if Chad doesn't want to fight me right away, that's fine. I'll, I'll wait. That match is coming. But in the meantime, I need to focus on getting my title opportunity, and that's going to start March 30th in landmark with whomever. I get in the ring. So
0: you don't know who you're wrestling.
1: I might just issue an open challenge and we'll see who shows up in landmark. I have some ideas.
0: All right. By that, the way, Danny that's... Duggan did reach out to both of us after we after I went after him for that promo a week ago. Which which promo? And not episode ninety two oh, yes. when I said the cold out sold out promo. <laughs> a bit of a retraction, yeah. I guess you need to well, do Well, I'm not not. Nah, nah. I love Danny. Thank you for reaching out, Danny. If I misunderstood, I'm sorry, but I you know. Thank you for giving us something to talk about. We should talk about Josh Cheek's holiday. The new king of transcom. How in the world did Pistol Pete Jones not win this thing? <laughs> pistol Pete yeah, Jones. Yeah, pis, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete, Pete Jones. Yeah, Pete Jones. <laughs> How did he not win? Yeah. I don't know. What about Drag Neil? With his good promos. Great promo. Yes. I
1: I saw him there. I said you better listen to the show. You're going we're big put over for Drag Neil. I will say and Bryce Bentley broke his nose. At the WPW show. Really? And basically went to the hospital. They tried to, like, kind of smash it back into place. It didn't work. His nose was all crooked. Next night, he's out there wrestling. Kudos to Bryce, Bryce Bentley. That's a, that, is, that is a tough guy. That
0: is impressive. Um, okay, so where we're at right now with CWE, right, is they're going to be in inla- – when's the next time they're in Winnipeg that's not at rookies? Or when is the next time they're at Rookies?
1: They have the anniversary show.
0: Which you're away for. That's I in will February.
1: be away. That is on, I believe, February 24th. Okay. I will not be at that show. But Shane uh, Douglas will be. Or will, or be. will the be. Shane. Well, well <laughs> I may make an appearance. Yeah. Maybe not physically. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, I get back to Canada the day after. So that was poorly planned. Yeah. Um,
0: but Shane Douglas is coming in Shane for the Douglas show. Shane
1: Douglas will be there. Yep. Yeah. And, and i'm they, hearing he might be in a tag team main event match shane douglas and uh chad daniels may be involved in that as we speculated several weeks ago
0: interesting also they announced that they have savio vega coming in for an ontario tour in march
1: yeah i like that cuz apparently savio vega they've been trying to they've been talking to him off and on for quite a quite a while but i think that guy to have him on a tour and to kind of pick his brain and to that guy's got so much knowledge and experience that would be a really fascinating person to have on tour so if you are fortunate enough to be on that tour i would make sure you try to ride with him as much as possible
0: okay uh miscellaneous note not associated with cwe remember we talked about that uh that Viewing party for Monday Night Raw that was supposed to happen at Underdogs in Winnipeg. Yeah. Is that the one that Jay Rockney was going to be at? Because I have a great Jay Rockney had nothing to do with that, oh. but the, I spoke with the promoter and it looked bad because in Brandon it got oh, confused. I know what you're talking about. It yeah, got canceled, right? And canceled not in the events way, but canceled. And basically, he sent me emails from the venue. He had had the venue booked. But they were confused. It was confusing. Like the venue thought they were booking a large party coming in to eat. They did not realize they were booking what was going to take over their restaurant. Uh-huh. He started to sell tickets. The venue got very upset, saying, We didn't endorse this. You're using our logo. They, the promoter was confused. I saw the emails. Right. This was a legitimate confusion and not an intentional mislead. Okay. So he had to cancel Winnipeg because he needed the double shot. Guess who he announced is going to be the Hall of Famer? Who? Take a guess. Any guess? Abdullah the butcher. That's right, Abdullah the butcher. We missed getting Abdullah the butcher in Winnipeg. <laughs> oh I would have went down there. Like, damn. Yeah. Well, so well, you, followed that, up. He was going to have the Hall of Famer on the podcast. Oh, oh. we lose it. I'm still going to try to get Abdullah on. We've got we've got listeners all over Canada. So this promoter, who is kind of, I can, I got duped into believing he was shady because he doesn't sign his yep. name to anything, right? But Shady promoter? Yeah. So what? I don't. A I don't know. Promoter? I don't know his name. He appears not to be shady. He showed me the emails. But if he still wants Abdullah the butcher on the podcast, I'm sorry, Mecca, but we are going to have them. sure. Yeah, we're going to have the madman from Sudan. Maybe while I'm in Mexico. Well, no, I want you to be on there. You you ask the tough questions. I want you to ask the tough questions. Like I don't know. What's your best uh, Sudanese phrase? <laughs> hmm. Okay. I, I would want to ask him. What's about, your favorite rib flavor? I would yeah. ask him. I would want to ask him about his feud with Bruiser Brody and like he never stopped wrestling Puerto Rico after Bruiser Brody passed away mm-hmm. or was killed, actually murdered. But I would like to know what that was like for him. But anyway, so sorry to the promoter when we uh, we went with what the what the facts. No, no, appear. hold on
1: a second. You don't really owe an apology. You just said he, this. We're not saying this is a, s- a swerve, but this is what's going on. And now you followed up and clarified for everybody. So that's good on you. You clarified
0: that. Yeah. Wrestling for a cause, over 400 fans. Uh, I wouldn't say that it was their best, the best roster I've ever mm-hmm. seen locally. No. And that's no offense, but hey, I think they raised $5,000 for the Dream Factory.
1: But here's the thing with those, when you get 400 fans, I'm like, okay, great. You got 400 people there and everybody's like, oh, 400 fans. Great. Good job. But like, what did they watch?
0: And that's the thing. What did they watch? And will they watch again? Who was the best wrestler on that roster? Ooh, I I don't even know who was. Bobby Shink showed up. Bobby Shink.
1: uh, TJ Cannon was there. Bobby Shink. But they had like El Sombra was there. He he doesn't even work on any shows here locally. I mean, I I was trying to get a results or like get some pictures. I only saw a few pictures. I saw pictures. I saw two matches.
0: Yeah. But you know, I'll tell you something. You told me last week the Dream Factory really pushes the tickets hard. Rob Stardom does push tickets hard, but I know the Assiniboia Downs does a lot with their social media to push those tickets. Mm -hmm. Whatever the package is, it's all good. They did good. If they raise $5,000 for a local charity, I'm all for it. But it isn't what I think is the best reflection of what Winnipeg wrestling is. It's not putting your best foot forward. Yeah, like... If I if I had somebody I wanted to show them what the best Winnipeg wrestling could be right now, it would either be CWE or it would be WPW. And it would and WPW has their fan base adds to the show because the way their fans are behind every story and every story arc and all of that mm-hmm. adds to something. CWE has a 15 year head start and does a lot of things right. So stardom. Could do better. He could get some guys to show, like, I understand that a lot of guys donate time, which I think is great to the guys that do that, but maybe better, like there could be an interest on the guys to, some of the better guys to show up and do that. I don't know. That's just my thought. I think Stardom could try to give it a bit of a facelift in terms of who he's
2: using. And I was told the numbers were over 500 for fans in attendance. So do with that what you will. Yeah.
1: Which is great. But again, what are they watching? Yeah. And that's, and that's what I always say. It's like, you want to put your best foot forward in front of a large audience. If you ever have any hope of attracting those people again, because yeah. they might be like, Oh, I went to this thing at the uh, boy Downs and oh my God. None gosh. of them
0: look like wrestlers. Oh, yeah. they all, like, it was all amateurs. You, you always want to take away the perception that it's underqualified people that people are paying to see, right? Yeah. Make them, I want people to say there was two or three guys that could make it. That's always if a fan says that, that's a great thing. If they say, you know what, it wasn't quite as good as WWE or it wasn't quite as good as AEW, but I'd pay to see it again. That's another good thing. Yep. If they want to come back, then that's yep, great too. Exactly. Um, let's talk about primos. And producer Chris, you have an interesting theory. Right now, Moses Luke and Tyler James have left the company and are being very public and disparaging the company. <laughs> And what is it you suggested? <laughs> that they're working, us and everybody. What a but painful <laughs>
2: mistake that would be. Us, but us specifically, I think, because every, oh, every time there's a, like, a weird like, thing back and forth between primos, we get tagged in it and we get like, added. So somebody's like consciously making the decision to add Bishi's Wrestling. Okay. So- I think
1: because some people know that we have a pretty wide audience, so if they can kind of leech off of some of that, it's good for them.
0: I don't um, mind it either.
1: No, neither do I. I think it's funny. I, no, mean, I liked, I like Tyler. So I like I, Tyler. Yeah. I do. have no problem with uh, Moses. Yeah. Um. You know, there was a post this week on Facebook where <laughs> Mark Merrick actually chimed <laughs> yes. in and said something like, "Tell the whole story," and Tyler James very much said, "Hey, you're untrained." Like, that's the story. Yeah. Right? There's nothing... I'm going to
0: read that exact quote he said because I was tickled but, by but it.
1: But again, Tyler and Moses, when you guys work for a company that endorses untrained wrestlers, at some point, you will have to wrestle and possibly lose to untrained wrestlers. That's just the way it goes. So that you put yourself in that position. The right thing to do probably would have been to go there and do business. Yeah. And um, then say, I'm... I'm, I'm yeah.
2: Well, but, and Mark Merrick is always been untrained it didn't just happen yeah and exactly they, for, they were so that's why that's what put my you know
0: spidey senses up. so here's the comment Here's the, uh, Graham Keem, here's the whole story. You're untrained. Okay. That's true. If you're working us too bad, you're telling the truth. <laughs> Everything Mike Davidson says about you and Primo's wrestling on B, she's wrestling is hundred percent true. That is also true. <laughs> yeah. You're shooting here. Even if you're working it, you're not working me. Nope. You're not working the people. Cause the people know what's true. No, put it over. Right? Then he said, you could also benefit from this. You might still have time to sign up. And he put an elite wrestling training, uh, for Kevin yeah. Cannon and Kevin AJ Sanchez. Sanchez. And then there's also been talk that um, it's actually the prelude to um, ringside wrestling in Saskatchewan, coming to Winnipeg, who Moses and Tyler James traveled to Saskatchewan to wrestle for. I think that would be great. Give us something else to talk about. Mo Mo kind of like, kind of, you know, kind of, I don't know, like
1: didn't really insinuate that that was happening, but very vaguely
0: hinted. hinted And I actually reached out to Joe, Joe, the the promoter, and he... He didn't come out and say it. And I said, look, I look forward to you coming in here. It gives us something more to talk about. Sure. And you know what? Hey, I don't care if six promoters run enough. I'm one of them or not. I don't care if Tony Candelo decides he's going to run weekly now. Hey, yeah. the fan base is supporting mm-hmm. until they're not supporting. If the promoters are working hard... That's good. If the wrestlers are getting lots of work and working their tails off. Great. As long as the fan base isn't saying, Hey, I'm getting tired of this. She's.
1: Yeah. I had somebody come up to me at the CWE show and a loyal listener, and I won't out who it was. And it's somebody, not, not a wrestler, but they basically said, you guys nail it every week with primos. That's exactly what the situation is.
0: And he was around Primo's for a bit.
1: He was around Primo's, yeah. And so he knows exactly what's going on. And But he also said, you know what? I'm really glad that you guys talk about this kind of stuff because you guys understand that, that world
0: more than sort of just like a fan would understand. So we're releasing t-shirts because our brand has never been more on point and our brand has never been more well-received amongst the fan base. But you know what we've what I hear a lot, I interact with wrestling fans at least a dozen times daily. And I'm hearing, you know, you guys give us something that we already think that we already talk about at shows. You guys are saying it on a podcast and adding a level of expertise to it. So it's sometimes the promoters who don't like us talking this way. Sometimes it's the wrestlers who don't like us talking this way, but never, not once have I had a, a, a local fan, maybe Robbie Cowie who has said, Hey, no, don't be talking like that. And here's why. The fans are the ones that spend the money. The wrestlers only make money if the fans spend the money. The promoter will go out of business if it's not the fans. I said this in the very first episode of B.E. Shees. It's the fans that freaking matter. And if they like listening... Guess what? I don't care if promoters don't like hearing it. They're going to hear it some more. Before we go to break, I got to talk about wrap up last week's show, Vance Nevada. We talked about, mm-hmm. we tied it together with the promo. People involved with the show contacted me and said, the two of us, the three of us, we got it right in what we called Vance to account for. That we had, we had nailed it. You said it best when you said he didn't need the line. It was a good promo. Yeah. He didn't need the lines that got him into trouble. It didn't draw any money, those two lines. The two, new Trans Canada champion. Yes, there's a story to that. But the good thing that happened after Vance cut this promo was I took a look at the All Star Wrestling roster.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And wow. And that's not just Leon Lacambo who's going to be debuting for CWE. That guy is a superstar. And so is Sebastian Wolf, and so is probably two thirds of their roster is all amazing people. BC is blessed right now with some great talent. Artemis Spencer, who has better talent, BC or Manitoba, right now? It would pain me to compare it. I'm actually doing some homework on that. Why? Why? Yeah. Why would I do homework? Yeah, because I want to be able to say insightfully who uh, who's 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 who. He's starting up. <laughs> I think he's starting up. I think okay. you're hoping for that, Chris, because you've been waiting to make a comeback. That's true. I have. Let me tell you. I, okay, so before, how, what are we at for time? <laughs> We're at 25 minutes. Okay. So oh, I got lots of time. So at 38 minutes. Okay. Before. Let me wrap it. Vance Nevada, All Star Wrestling, interesting choice. Interesting bedfellows. I wouldn't have Vance Nevada as the champion, but controversy, and that's what Vance is really working to try to to cause. Is the locker room okay with him? No as a betting man, I don't know because it's hard to say, cause Vance is really leaning into it, which is smart on Vance's part. Like lean into, you're going to be a guy that the locker, the locker room outcast. So it might just be story dedicated. I don't think they like him. I don't, I, I from the people I talk to, <laughs> I think, um, I think he's done it wrong if he wants to be a good teammate, but right. Yeah. If he wants to be the focal point of a lot of controversy and heat, Which could be okay for him because he only has to drop the title and leave the company at any time, right? It's not like he homesteads in BC. But you're walking a fine line when you go down that road, right? I wouldn't want to be in that position. No. And I, if I was the booker, I would not want that kind of dissension in the locker room, assuming that there is dissension. Mm-hmm. If I was there, I'd be mediating it and getting it fixed. Cause otherwise you got CM Punk and, and the elite yep. and it's hard to manage. And eventually it blo- boils over yep. and for all-star it could go bad. What would happen if Sebastian Wolf says, I'm going to work for everyone, but you. There, you're losing a great talent because you're trying to make everyone happy. What, what would happen if Leon LeCombo said, listen, I'm not going to wrestle for you. You'd be losing two talents to try to keep a very aged Vance Nevada on the roster as heavyweight champion. Obviously, you would be, want to bet on the younger talent that still has a lot more in the tank. E- either way, I don't know. But I'm going to speak. You guys are asking, and I said earlier 50 50. Inquiring minds want to know if I was going to run or if I am going to run or why would I even consider running? Let me tell you, the answer isn't firm, yes or no, but it's closer to even than it's ever been. And it's gone up a lot in the last month. And you know this. You don't have to read the text. (laughs) Here's what I will (laughs) say. He's getting it ready. Here's what I will say. Trying to kayfabe. The Winnipeg market, I'm very proud of. Everyone, including Primo's, they're doing, in Winnipeg, they're doing okay. If I was going to do something, and it pains me 15, 14 years after WFX, that is still talked about in such high regard that it's going to be very hard to touch that level. Especially 15 years out of touch. And the reality of it is, if I was going to do something... I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. Mm -hmm. You know, like WPW, pretty hard to touch. Mm -hmm. CWE could be very hard to touch. Mm -hmm. Primos, I probably can do better than that. (laughs) Sorry. yes, (laughs) Sorry. Ringside. Hey, listen, I would look, but what I would try to do is I wouldn't give, I would not put my ego first, even though in the past I've been accused of that and probably have done that. What I would focus on is, what do the fans say right now? What would make them want to support another wrestling company? And how could we generate new fans to take a look at the product? And if I felt I could do that, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be 50-50. It would be 90-10. So I've been encouraged by a lot of great people to get off my ass and prove what I say every week on B's She's yep. is true. And listen, I put it out there. There was a time where if somebody had come to me and said, hey, we want you to be a part of our company as a consultant, as a, as a booker, as a promoter, I lo- would have looked at any of those opportunities. But only one promoter I know was consistently in contact to, get, to pick my brain anywhere within a six-hour drive. And so either that means I'm a damaged goods, and if that is the case, maybe that's what I got to prove, that I'm not damaged goods. But... Um, <laughs> It's not, I'm not announcing today that I'm running.
1: It's so a tune in sound episode like to, yeah. Sounds like
0: I'm about to announce a political campaign. I am not announcing today that I'm going to be running, Okay. but I'm not dis, I'm not, I'm not putting it out. I'm not saying it's impossible. If everything aligns, I have, I'm in a position to self-finance if I want to. I'm also in the position where there's people I know who have money who would probably say, Hey, let's roll the dice and let's, let's have some fun. I
1: don't need to cut a check again, do I?
0: We'll talk after this. <laughs> this episode
2: of Bees She's Wrestling is powered by First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in person collectible store where you'll find the coolest sports cards, autographs from your favorites, and of course, wrestling collectibles galore. As a loyal Bees She's Wrestling listener, you can get a discount on your purchase using the code Bees She's. That code is B E. E Z S H E E Z one word to get 10% off. Visit the store online first or instead of click and order, go brick and mortar. Meet the guys at first row in person, 1835 main street, Winnipeg, Manitoba first row collectibles, Canada's online and in person collectible store.
0: This is the eighth wonder of the world. Andre the giant and you are, are listening to the bees, she's wrestling. (laughs) Probably not the uh, best thing in the wrestling business to talk about lately is the fall of Vince McMahon. And let me tell you something. Much the same way that fans say, oh, Chris Benoit should be in the Hall of Fame because I only care about what he did in the ring, not what he did. Yeah, no. Or Martha Hart should let Owen Hart be in the Hall of Fame because, like, Owen was a great wrestler. No.
2: Sounds like Ernie Todd.
0: Well, I'm... Uh, (laughs) Because the people who have these opinions, I disagree with, so I have to have a contrasting voice. Let me tell you, it will never be forgiven... He, he will never go into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. He will never be at a WWE event. He is done. Jericho's liking this. I don't know about that, but it takes the heat off of him. Yeah, let me tell you, he when,
1: hasn't been getting booed as much, and they're just they're just going with them, and it's kind of
0: petered out. So that is good for Jericho's career. There's, because like, but, but there's less fans there. There's less reaction. They're wrestling in front of empty houses for sure. But I mean, saying like. I thought it could be
1: very bad for Jericho, and now it appears it won't be. But it's for, like but for
0: Vince. Vince very McMahon bad. Yeah. said, "Hey, Cri- hey, Y two J, you think you're bad? Hold my beer." Because <laughs> hey. it's around the same time. Vince did this from 2020 to 2022. Yeah. And okay, so it's so, all th- th- that that and, we know
1: of. And last week we it was just happening.
0: Yeah, we didn't know, and that's why we had the disclaimer. Right. But now, I do know
1: we know some more information.
0: And let me say this. $1 million out of $12 million or $15 million in hush money or NDA money or go-away money, that's before Rita Chatterton got her payout. $1 million went to this woman. Yep. So what did he do with the other $11 million worth of, please go away, please don't talk about this, please, this could ruin me money. And they're encouraging those people to come forward now. Now, I heard wrestling fans say, well, she accepted the gifts. If you are that fan, you need to fees off. Never listen to this podcast again. I don't care if our listenership goes down because I don't want a fan that can say that. The day that Hockey Canada and NHL players got charged and a couple days later, I remember that day saying, man, the NHL's really going to have to fix this because it proves that hockey culture is tarnished. The king of the castle in the wrestling business did worse. Now, granted, there might have been some consent from this woman. I heard it best on our friend Eugene's YouTube channel. I haven't heard that. where I, I listened to it, and it, he broke it down, and he, he was very critical of Vince. He had nothing to lose. But he said, you know, he come, Vince came across in, in the transcripts of her lawsuit, of her filing, he comes across as, as conditioning her, Grooming her, he comes across as creepy. So some of those text messages were weird, awful,
2: awful. They they come across like a really thirsty twenty-year-old guy who's never been with a woman. What What if
1: you're Triple H or Stephanie McMahon or Shane McMahon looking at this? Like, what
2: are you thinking?
0: Some of them, or his grandkids. Some of those people. Some of those people aren't exactly clean in this because I think they knew that Vince was up to this. It's very, very, very bad. Now, let me tell you what I have an issue with. She was on, she was having financial hardship and her, I guess her landlord said, let me introduce you to Vince McMahon. Maybe he can get you a job. And that job essentially became, you're going to be, and I'm sorry for the term, a sexual servant. Cause that's essentially what she ended up being. And it got worse and worse and worse. And then he went to her and he said, I need you. You're going to be leaving the company. There's going to be no more money, but I'm going to give you $3 million, but you have to sign this piece of paper. He gives her $1 million. This is a guy that has $2 million probably in a safe at home. Yeah,
1: it'd be like me buying you a hamburger at McDonald's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so then he has the nerve to not pay her. Then he loses. Then it comes out, starts to come out that there's something there. And then he steps down, and res- retires because he's worried it's going to be bad in the summer of 2022. Was that? Yeah. yeah summer of 2022. Then he realizes, yeah, I I got the power to go back. And if they don't vote me back in, I'll just use my majority voting share. Screw y'all. Almost like defiantly. Yes. And remember, he came out on
1: television when all this stuff originally broke, strutted down to the ring and said, welcome
0: to SmackDown.
1: Yeah. Right. Almost like, hey, look at me. I'm in the ring. I'm
0: untouchable. You can't touch me. And he clearly thought he was. Yep. Now, thank you to uh, Ari Emanuel because now there's someone more powerful because if Vince had sold this to the Saudis, he would be untouchable in terms of his corporate power. And then it would have been sponsors and networks like Netflix would have just said, we're out. It would have killed. Do you think it would have killed WWE? Potentially. I I don't see how it could not. Slim Jims pulls out of sponsorship right before the Royal Rumble when this lawsuit comes out and details start emerging. The problem is... These the lawyer would not be releasing text messages if there's not a chain yeah. that will prove it was Vince McMahon. So it's not like so in this whole string, we I think there's eight screenshots that I saw of of the text messages. Of the text messages. Yeah. But in those in the exchanges, Disgusting. there's going to be stuff where it's clearly Vince telling her to do things like, hey, come to my office. Hey, meet me at the, my house. So he's not going to be able... We're trying to arrange Thursdays for Johnny yeah, Ace, who's yeah. a victim now, by uh, the way. <laughs> can
2: so, so, it, Yeah,
0: can you believe that? What? So in the end, it's not going to be like Vince is going to be able to say, somebody took my phone and started screwing with me. Yeah. And the girl, it didn't seem uncharacteristic. Like he is... If you read only the text messages, yeah. you leave with a very clear picture that he used money and power to absolutely control this woman and sexually exploit her. Let but me even, tell you
1: the problem. But even the text messages, though, the fact that he
0: leaves a te- sends a text
1: message, now it's documented. He's basically saying, I don't care. Yeah, You can't touch me. The
0: worst story of that that I can think of in the text messages is when he's bragging that he went up to 12 texts Tex, text, T-E-C-H. C-H-I-S-E-L-E-D. At at TV, and he was bragging, and he was showing the pictures of her naked. At this point, what's she going to do? Quit her job? How is she going to pay her bills? So she has to go along with it. There's no real consent when the boss has that kind of control over you. So let me repeat what I said three times. If you're the wrestling fan who's online going, well, she's just as bad, delete this podcast, unsubscribe, block us. We don't want you listening. I do not want somebody who thinks like that. I also don't want somebody who can say, Chris Benoit, I only only care about what he did in the ring in his matches. He killed his own kid. So you can't excuse it and you can't excuse vince. He did plenty of good in his life. He built WWE from a business that was dingy and and yeah. like <clears throat> carnival to mainstream entertainment. I won't take that away from him. But do they do they erase him?
1: Cuz yes. you look at WWE, you look at like Chris Benoit and a lot of the efforts that they've made to remove him from WWE things, you think about Vince McMahon Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, hello, or how the many? The 1999 Royal Rumble won uh, by
0: Vince McMahon, or his voice on calling like "What am I over?" Yeah, yeah like, I don't. Do you get I, rid of all of that? I don't think you can get yes, rid of can. all of that. You could revoice it. Can you? Be, but think yeah, about that. Yeah, I guess you,
2: you. But how do you get rid of? the back matches on the WWE Network, the attitude... Stone error, Cold Stone Steve Austin's the, the,
0: career. The birth of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mr. McMahon, the Montreal Screwjob. You can find a way around a lot of that. Maybe you don't, now, but look, here's the problem. You can
1: still see Chris Benoit win the World Heavyweight Championship from Shawn Michaels and Triple H from WrestleMania 20. You can still see that, but they don't go out of your way to,
0: you know, show anything, any Chris Benoit... They don't go out of their way to, to show that. I yeah. believe there's a very good chance he's going to get charged with a crime. And I believe that that might be the appropriate action here, but either way he's done in the wrestling business. Oh yeah. And what did Netflix say? He's out. Like they basically said just, just the other day, yep. hey, Vince
1: McMahon's not there anymore. Even, he's out. Even he's the gone. rock
0: who released the video of him yep. uh, on social media of him accepting the spot and the, they cut Vince out of every shot. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That's appropriate. Mm -hmm. This is a guy that was so in love with himself. There's going to be more stories come out. I remember in 2010 sitting at Garbanzo's on Pemina highway. And one of my close friends who may not want to describe to him that he said it was like Vince and Kevin Dunn and John Laurinaitis. They, they run a casting couch. And I was like, well, I didn't even know what that meant. And he said, they'll tell divas that they have oh, to yeah. do career or character development after TV and they got to go up to the hotel and the three guys are in there telling them what they need to do better. And it's basically implied that they have to show them, show them the goods and, and participate in stuff. I heard that in 2010. Yeah. And, and there's, it's, it's just brutal. And so that's the lot, maybe the last time we're ever going to talk about Vince McMahon. And you know what? I think if nobody talks about him, I think in his own world, I think that's the appropriate. That's a that's the best punishment. And
1: we should we should say Slim Jim is back yes, now. They yeah. they came back
2: like I think maybe even they were the gone next less day. than a day. Yeah, yeah the they were back day. by
0: by the Rumble. Um, so do you want to talk about the Rumble, your, I, your boy, your, my
2: boy? I love the Rumble. Cody. You did? Yeah, I watched it. I actually that's the first paper you have watched in probably five years. Do you know, I liked. I liked the
1: women's Royal Rumble Same. much better way better okay. than the
0: men's but my my boy Cody so we went to Twitter he and won. we asked people you what they Cody. gave it out of 5 stars and we had over a lot of votes and most of them gave it 2 out 2 to 3 stars mm. the They're, whole show or just the rumble the match? whole show no, no. wwe is not had a bad show in well over a year a lot of people didn't like didn't they did not love the the entire show the, the Rumble wasn't booked well, yeah. I thought. They're and like, I also thought they didn't do enough in that four-way. I think they didn't make a star out of the four-way yeah. where Roman leaves his champion. Yeah. No one came out stronger. Yeah. Not even Roman. Not one of the four came out stronger. That's not good. That, I
1: mean, we knew AJ was getting pinned because he was there for the pin. It was supposed to be Orton in that match one-on-one, but they didn't want to beat
0: him so soon. Kind right? of a weird finish. Like yeah. uh, LA Knight trips and takes out the top rope or something. And well, w- he, or tr- AJ. he took out. He it, was, it was actually the- well done yeah, the way it was, it was timed. Was, Right, but it was like n- nothing. And Nobody it spear. got over. No one chased. No one came out of this within a a hair of winning the title. Yeah, and that kills the three guys who are chasing. Yeah,
1: and usually with reigns matches, there's they're mired by interference and all sort of stuff. Like, I mean, Solo came out, but usually it's false finish, false finish, big move, big move, big move, kick out, kick out, and then it's something. And this was just spear. It's over. I and thought we're this out. was
2: good for LA Knight, though because How? It- how? Because it ke- it keeps La takes LA Knight out of the title picture, but it also gives him beef with AJ Styles. So LA Knight is now out of the title picture. They can focus on Roman Reigns and Cody, and not, and people aren't saying, what about LA Knight? I think they're going to focus on Cody and Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah. Now that CM Punk has torn his right triceps.
0: So then he goes to Mania against Seth, and that le- leaves Roman for a rock? I, that's what I'm thinking it's going to be now. God, I hope not. That's what
1: I think it's going to be. Yeah. And now they or they were talking now. Gunther was supposed to face Brock Lesnar, who was replaced in the Royal Rumble by Braun Breaker from NXT,
2: who was fantastic. By did the way, did
1: great. He was literally doing all of Brock stuff. Apparently, yeah. I th- we thought that might have been Pat McAfee. Well, mm-hmm. uh, Pat, what a waste! What a waste of a spot. Yeah, yeah. like you
0: couldn't have you somebody in from NXT. You, that's why you can't give four stars to this. But yeah, you, okay, fair.
2: You know, that, fair. Even like, where were they for the Rumble?
0: Uh, Tampa is there
2: not uh, is there not a legend they could have called well they had the whole
0: NXT roster nearby they
2: they could have had a a surprise legend just for a pop to come in like that would have been better than Pat McAfee or put Trick Williams in there
1: from NXT he's he's wrestling you know on Vengeance Day you know I mean like you could have done a lot of different things but yeah that was a waste Dan Spivey lives in Florida Oh my gosh! <laughs> but Brock Lesnar, another guy, and you know, getting you know, don't want to harp on this Vince stuff forever, but also implicated with this Vince yeah. John Laurinaitis stuff, and he's gone now. Yeah. He was supposed to be uh, Brock and and Gu- and Gunther at WrestleMania.
0: What I don't understand, getting back to which can- been great. getting back to cancellation on Brock though, it sounds like he didn't initiate, like he didn't know, like. So Vince started saying, "Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm got this girl and this and that." And Brock kind of just played along, like, especially when I, he's got Sable at home. Like, what's well, like, going on? I don't, with th- that? I don't. Did I miss something? What did Brock do proactively? Like, he, when he gets offered the girl, he's like, "No, that's your girl." And I guess he made inappropriate comments, but it's not like Brock yeah. never touched the girl. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: it remains to be seen because he we said, don't have "Send me for, a video." Yeah,
0: but then like, I don't
2: know. Like, he, he was very inappropriate, but that's. Maybe all that's all we know at this point. That's yeah. all that we have. So I
0: think he should go cool off.
2: Oh yeah, he's going to be cool. But off. like
0: he didn't get named in the law, or he didn't. He's not party to the lawsuit no. for a reason. He he, 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 there's no direct contact really between him and the girl. So I don't know. Someone, if somebody knows why Brock is canceled in this, please tell me. And I'm not condoning it. But where did well, I miss look, it?
1: How many other people though were. That we've talked about on this show, and I'm not going to name names, but we've talked about people who have been canceled. They have never been charged with a crime. Yeah, they w- What they did was nothing illegal, maybe unethical, maybe wrong. Maybe there was some confusion
0: at play, but this happens all the time. Yeah. I would say this about TKO. They handled Brock Lesnar a lot more proactively than Tony Khan has handled Chris Jericho.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: They got ahead of it, and they just... I mean, not that... Brock was not featured. Yeah. But they gonna, just said, we're going to leave you off the Royal yeah. Rumble and hope you understand your future is, you know, wide open, but it might not be here. Speaking of future, what about CM Punk's future? That's a bad
1: injury for a guy who's 45 years old. And yeah. it
0: proves something that he CM Punk and Kenny Omega have the same problem right now. They get hurt very like they're hurt a lot in the last two years. Mm-hmm. And how are the fans going to believe in you so that you can go into a world title angle? Like, in in the case of Omega, this diverticulitis, yeah. and before that there was the injury, and it's like, okay, how many matches a year could you be really counted on yeah. to deliver? How can they ever do a, a world title angle with you? And I was the biggest proponent of Omega belonged in that title picture. In the case of CM Punk, cuts amazing promos. The one he cut on Monday Night was, he the tears in his eyes. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. I for believed the guy. him. This is a guy that came in and it seems to have been doing everything right. No 10 lock- years to the day he walked out. Yeah, no locker room no locker room heat. The problem is his body is telling him you're not going to be able to do a WWE schedule. You're not going to be able to be the guy that's going to be our the heavyweight champion and then have to be available to wrestle 10, 12 matches a year. P- people are going to lose faith. But this is his
1: right triceps. So he got his left one done before. This yeah. is his right. So... Who knows? This is six to eight months. Maybe he's back and maybe now he like what else can go wrong? I think he's torn
2: everything that can be torn. So. And that's the thing. Like you tear one tricep as somebody who goes to the gym, you'll know you're often yeah. susceptible to tear the other yeah. one. But here's the, here's, the,
1: here's the only silver lining to this thing is there was a, it was a lot of a bit of a bottleneck at the top for WrestleMania. Do we go Cody? Do we go Punk? There was always that question. Now you really got to go all in with Cody at this point because Punk's out of the picture. He's not going to be there for WrestleMania forty. WrestleMania forty one in Minnesota, maybe. You know, maybe that's where Punk main events WrestleMania. Minnesota,
2: that's mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. Be B- she's bus tour? No. Come on, come on. we you we had you convinced before they might go you've got a whole year now. Trying to
1: get B she's trying to get wrestling fans to rub two dimes
0: together for a hotel, a bus ride. <laughs> no come on, I, give me I, a break. I think that there are wrestling fans from Winnipeg that will go. There are but I don't wanna have the organizational challenge of hey Who's going to pay for the bus up front? Well, Not we know who would that would be. It would yeah. be us. Yeah. yeah, like and then chasing <laughs> yeah. people down for money. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. So it's, payment plan. It's, it's a lot of work. Uh, you know, maybe that's something we'll our, go. It's yeah. Maybe if there is going to be a bus tour, or maybe it's a ninety-two city FM bus tour, and our friend Joeyello coordinates it. You know, like maybe that's the next thing I'll talk to you him. Or maybe, I- or maybe, maybe <laughs> we get into a, a minivan
2: and just be she's
0: it down there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I. You know what? It's April. Minneapolis, the roads will be good. Yeah, we can start off on the Friday. Stop in Fargo.
1: Go maybe stop off at a below zero wrestling, Cloud Nine Wrestling, Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. All Continue of on. See Eric Cannon. Yes, maybe first wrestling, will have a show. Let's do it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll the, be,
2: maybe I'll be booked. I'll bring the podcasting gear. Yes, we could do it.
1: But we we should also talk about getting back to the rumble. A Couple other things. Jade Cargill debut. Yeah, she fantastic. Was, uh, she was she was very good. strong. Looks like a star. I mean, she's going to be a main event player. It looks like her and Bianca, WrestleMania 40, which would be really cool to see. Funny how Jade had Becky Lynch, you know, in the press slam, and Bianca had, I think it was Tiffany Stratton, also very impressive, in a press slam. And then they just kind of dropped them. So now Becky Lynch has been, like, relegated to being a background support person. After that big push, she's really fallen off a cliff. And uh, just the showing that the focus is on those like Becky's time has come and gone. Yeah. So she's there to kind of put people over now, I would imagine. So, but Jade is a star. She will be a star. And again, they wouldn't have put her in a situation if they didn't think she was ready. So very in- interested to see that Naomi back, which was a surprise. Cause yeah. that was a quick two week turnaround from TNA hard to kill. Um, she was impressive as well. Yeah. She was in there. She came what? Number two and was in yeah. there for like all oh, close to an hour Tiffany Stratton, I've talked about her on the podcast. If you've never seen her on NXT, she will also be a star. Roxanne Perez, another woman. The NXT women's division, completely stacked. Um, so check that out. Bailey, of course, winner. Yep. What's going to happen? Is it EO Sky? Is it Rhea Ripley? We'll see what happens for WrestleMania.
0: And Andrade returned. Andrade,
1: looking like a million bucks. Yep. Guy's uh, a hell
0: of a talent. Now let's talk about Tony Khan. Our well, friend. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, are we talking about Jordan Grace?
1: That's in our TNA,
0: but we can
1: talk about TNA. Yep. I mean, Jordan Grace, you know, that was something that's very unexpected. We heard rumblings, not just, I think I mentioned to you guys, just yep. like three weeks ago. Yeah. I sent you guys a message. Could we see some TNA involvement in the Royal Rumble? It happened two years ago with Mickie James. Yes. Right? yes. So the fact that Jordan Grace came out, I thought she was showcased very well. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, She was in there for about 15, 20, no, 30 minutes. She probably. was in
1: there for a while. She was eliminated, taking like a you know, a pretty stiff bump on the ring apron and then eliminated.
0: She looked great. Yeah, yeah. she fit. Now, next year, yep. the goal for TNA should be both. Because if Moose had been instead of Pat McAfee, could you imagine the pop yeah. Moose would have got? And the thing is, for TNA, huge credibility boost mm-hmm. to have their title belt and their champion on there. And I was talking to a fan
1: about this who messaged me about this, and I basically said, look, TNA is not a player. WWE knows that, but it's good to be friendly with them because I, it's very bad for Tony.
0: Yeah, TNA WWE would rather have TNA as right. number two yeah. because Scott DeMora thinks like a wrestling executive and Tony Khan doesn't speaking of aew yeah um that winnipeg tickets not good how many more less than five a day like uh oh five a day that's that's terrible let me i'll, I'll tell you exactly what the number is uh that's uh like, they might need a kick in the pants somehow <sighs> how maybe, can we do that
2: maybe a little crossover with primos
0: no maybe a crossover there yeah. might be a crossover i don't know with, with primos I, I don't know, but they are in a world. We know Quizzlers would like that. A Put world. that logo on the AEW logo on the... Uh... 23 tickets over seven days, so less than Ugh. four, more than Oof. three. Like Prop ice Brought them holes. up to 2524 Still that stupid $65 get-in fee. So, okay, let's talk about this. I don't
1: even care about this show. Are you, like, I don't, I'm,
0: not even, I'm not interested in going. I don't even care
1: if I go to the right. show or not.
0: Well, I do, and I'm not going to go there. It's good for Winnipeg that we're getting a TV, and people should go. Here's the problem for All Elite right now. They have an identity crisis.
1: Now but they have a big announcement coming up this week. And we'll yeah. talk <laughs> about
0: that. But two things they could do right now that could help. One, go into smaller venues yeah. where they where 2000 people looks great and creates an atmosphere that might help or get your ticket price down in half consistently. Don't start it at 65. The gullible people will pay 65 and then the other people will walk in for 30 because then the 65 people, they don't come back. That's what's happened in Winnipeg. Get your ticket down. WWE, starting ticket to get into Monday Night Raw, $20 plus agency fees. twenty $26, you're in the building. For the best. For the best. If AEW wants to believe that in some way they compete with WWE, in some way, which there's not one metric (laughs) that would say they do except spending money on the top free agents. That's the only thing they do better than WWE. If they don't see it, they can't fix it. Tony... I know you don't listen and I hope you don't listen because you'll hate me <laughs> and you won't listen to me. He'd probably give you a job and pay him a million dollars a year. No, he won't. There'll no, be no crossover. he won't. Cause he, <laughs> there's a guy that he only hires. Yes, men. I will say this. If you want to fix AEW right now, make your TV better. One, get better stars, get better booking. Jeff Hardy versus John Moxley Ugh. is not going to, it's not going to inspire people to watch. Anything with Hardee's. But get your building smaller, get your ticket base down, expand your audience, get new fans. These are things, this is something I will tell you. There are not a lot of new fans who have adopted AEW as their brand since 2022. So it's been two years of sliding down the mountain. Dave Meltzer will say, well, they did a good rating. No, Dave. Dave Meltzer's actually jumped off that bandwagon a little bit. A little bit. But he did say, I saw him saying to people, well, they did a great TV number last Wednesday. No, they didn't. A great TV number for them is a million people. If you're doing 870, well, oh, it's up from the last five weeks. It's still down from two years ago. You're losing fans. You're not gaining fans.
1: I will say revolution tickets for March 3rd, Sting's last match. There is speculation that they could have. Like eighteen thousand people in that venue. Great, as they should for yeah. Sting's last match. And, and they'll
0: go to and they'll go to Wembley and they'll do a number there. And they might yep. go to Vegas or Chicago and do a number there. But Chicago
1: a, and Vegas will be the true test.
0: As a, well, Winnipeg should have been a true test. They don't look at it that like that. No, double or nothing and all in with, will be the true with test. Jericho, Callis, and Omega there. They should be looking at Winnipeg, going, "What have we done wrong?" Well, they haven't advertised. They haven't promoted. Do these guys care? They're getting a giant paycheck. Jericho doesn't care. They don't care.
2: Callus doesn't care. Callus
0: doesn't, doesn't care. And I don't know that Omega cares, but they should be caring about the markets they could do something in. They could still save Winnipeg. And it uh, sounds dramatic, but they could they could put out, they could get 2,500 more ticket sales. I tell you straight out they could. There is no question they could. Let me tell you how they could do that. How? They have to start advertising the hell out of it. They have to denounce that Kenny Omega, despite his diverticulitis, is going to be there in some capacity. But he doesn't like to do Winnipeg stuff. You know what you say to him? Kenny, diverticulitis. Kenny, you were hurt for an entire year. Kenny, you're not a main event player anymore if you don't start... Doing stuff, but Ken, does it, Kenny, but,
2: you're being paid. We don't care if you like it or. But not. But then
0: Kenny
1: would say, "Winnipeg didn't care about me when I was wrestling at the lid twenty five years ago, uh, twenty years
0: he ago." He did say that to uh, mainstream media once when they reached out to him before an, a New Japan match. He said, "You didn't give it. You didn't care. You want to interview me now, but you didn't care to interview me when I wrestled every Thursday at the lid." And why should they? Why? Why would they care? Yeah, like yeah. In, in in all honesty, why yeah. would they care? I'm just saying until like. It's almost like they have, oh, we got to do two shows a week. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, yeah. We're, it's such a tough so, road schedule. So we're not going to advertise and we're not going to promote because it's just so hard. Okay. Then do what TNA did. Go to the sound stage, Produce your 52 104 160 episodes of television that you have to do when you should really only be a 52 episode a year company. You're not Yellowstone. The spinoffs don't work. It exposes that you're no Taylor Sheridan. They're in bad shape, and they're going to need a reboot if they're not careful because they're in worse shape than WCW 2000, and that is very, very scary. So, Winnipeg tickets are not, not doing well.
1: And But it is February now, so Will Osprey is available. We should be seeing something there. Interesting to see what this announcement could be. I For sure a, it'll be overwhelming or under
0: underwhelming right. I had a funny tweet about that. I said, it could be that Okada Okada signed a five-year T-Takate? deal. Takata has signed a five-year deal. Or, you know, the way Tony Khan is, it could be that they changed the color of the ropes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Did you hear Vince Russo's podcast where they were like breaking down one of Tony Khan's announcements where he comes out onto the screen? or onto the stage while they're changing over Dynamite to Rampage, and he's got, like, the microphone. And he's, like, screaming at the top of his lungs. Was this Winnipeg? Because that's what he did in Winnipeg, too. It was, like, so funny because he's, like, screaming, and people in the crowd are laughing, and Russo's like, does somebody tell him he's got a microphone in his hand? Like, they can hear him. (laughs) He's trying to do it without
2: a public address. (laughs) It's, like,
0: unbelievable. What's up with this This guy? This is what happens when you have a hyped-up super fan (laughs) who didn't learn, like... And, doesn't, and he
1: caters to these internet marks, too. That's what he's doing. He's not booking prefer, to the masses.
0: I would prefer you use the term super engaged fan, please. Well, do you know internet what I mean? Internet marks sounds derogatory. Well, I was calling
1: them dorks and dweebs or whatever yeah, well, a couple weeks I ago. I would prefer
0: yeah. that we refer to them as the most engaged fan, because in all honesty, those are the ones that are keeping... AEW afloat right, right now. But he they're has, very valuable. They're going to
1: come anyways. He needs regular they're fans. They're coming less and less. Ma- he needs mainstream fans. Yes. What, what the what problem
0: saying. he's running into is that Triple H is out doing it. Like, oh. tri- Triple H and Shawn Michaels Killing him. are out... On a- everything. They're out Aewing AEW. And, and basically what they figured out was, okay, they can take a Brian Pillman Jr. and turn him into something better. And they can take... They're Jake Cargill. Yeah, they can take stars that are the the AEW guys that get Cast despondent offs. and leave and make them into bigger stars, and then you get Tony, who's like, "Oh, Adam Copeland, I'll give you five million dollars. WWE won't give you five yeah. million dollars, but I'll give you five million. Adam Cole, like, yeah. here's whatever you're making. You you break your ankle jumping off of a." Off a stair yeah. and like <laughs> Mercedes Monet, you want five million dollars. They won't give it to you, but I will. Uncle Tony will give it to yeah. you. I'm
2: gonna make your star smaller though. Yeah, yeah can wrestle
0: in front of nobody he'll for five million dollars. He'll get them signed and he'll hype the heck out of the start and then they'll see what he does with them and they're like <laughs> Jeez. Adam Adam Copeland's wrestling. Who did he wrestle? Who was that guy that he wrestled this week oh. in like a nothing match? And now there's rumors that um Sorry that I can't think of who Adam Copeland wrestled. But, I can't remember either. Um, the uh, Bro um, Matthews, Buddy Matthews, <laughs> yeah. and uh, like the Alistair Black, Alistair Black, Malachi yeah, yeah, Black, yeah, Malachi Black. Back. They're going to back to WWE when they can go. Well, if could if, you imagine? If you look
1: how, at the landscape, why would you not? Could
0: you imagine yeah. how demoralizing that is? As as Tony Khan, the guys that have time left are just like we're going back the minute we can. Like when it's out there, like yeah. he's sitting there going, "Well, I can get Will Osprey, great." You're going to bomb like you bombed everyone else. I, you watch like Adam
1: Copeland saying to Mercedes Monet, don't
2: come here. Yeah, <laughs> This is a huge a mistake. Bad
0: mistake. How long is, is Adam signed for? Like, I think he's got like three or four years, uh, but but what does he care? He's in his 50s. He also has enough money that he doesn't like, it will stop being fun you know to show up in the tire I, fire.
1: I don't blame him because he's going to take the money. They've, they've done everything they can do with him in WWE he can wrestle a few new guys, help out. It's under the radar, and he can kind of you know, coast off into retirement. I, I don't blame him for that. It's the people who are young, who are going there, signing three, four, five five four, five-year it, deals for money, not looking at the big picture. MGF. Adam Copeland has made his money. Does Okada go there? To where?
0: AEW. You're asking what I think? Yeah. Do you think he will choose Garrett? Because I explained it this way. This is just like WCW when Jeff Jarrett... Jeff Jarrett and Chris Jericho are a perfect counterpoint of two guys. One made a great business decision and one made the worst business decision of his career. In 1999... Jeff Jarrett decided I want to take a guaranteed salary from WCW, and I'm I believe they're gonna be there forever because Turner owns it. He did it in ninety-seven as well. Yeah, yes. But this is the this was yeah, really the a last time tour. where everyone knew WWE yeah. was winning. And Jericho was sitting there and and Bischoff went to him and offered him guaranteed money about three quarters of a million dollars. And he decided, I'll take the downside WWE money and work Smart. for opportunity. Smart. Which is exactly what yep. they're... That's exactly Big what they... picture. That's exactly what they said to Mercedes-Monet. It's exactly what they present to Okada. It's exactly what they said to Will Ospreay. No, if you want guaranteed money, go over there. Yep. We don't need you. Yeah. But if you want... But here's the thing. When You said this about CM Punk
1: years ago, or a couple of weeks ago, where you said, we don't need you to CM Punk. True. But CM Punk, proven commodity. Yeah, Some of these other guys, like that's why... Do we need him? No, but he adds a lot of value to that mix right now. Mercedes Monet. She's still young. She's, isn't she she 32? Yeah, but she still got some, some years where she can make money in this business. I wouldn't give five years, five years at 5 million. Uh, You're crazy to do that. But what I'm saying is that Jericho edge, these guys have made their money. Yeah. They, They don't need to work. They've made their money. It's the people you get into this business if you get into this business, you get into it to do the very best, be at the top of your craft. You cannot do that in AEW. You will never be thought of. Kenny Omega will never be a worldwide name Hall of Famer. He, it won't because he didn't have that platform. John Moxley will. Chris Jericho will. Now, Okada is 36 years old. Does he take a three, four, five-year deal with WWE? I don't think they'll use him properly, personally. So I wouldn't even blame him for taking the AEW money. But again, he's an older guy. But for, like, the Camilles of the world and mercedes Monet and people like this. Guys, big-term picture. Bet on yourself. Yes, you will make that money. You'll make more of it for a longer period of time and have that reputation that you can ride off when you're 50, like Edge, Like Jericho, if you think big picture, it's a business, people. Look at it like
0: that. Final two things I'll say is I want to see where AEW is in one year. Because I think at that point, they'll either have their TV renewal or no TV. And Tony Khan and Shad Khan will either be running this business out of their pocket, or they'll shut it down maybe, or they will, like, I... I think that they could be a stream only business in one year at this pace. Cause I think that's how bad it's gotten. It started in my opinion, it went downhill from the time he came out and said, I just bought ring of honor. And it's been downhill ever since then. He, it just is. It's a disaster. Tire fire. Um, and that's all I have to say about AEW. I will say that Mustafa Ali, one of the best free agents out there, has signed with TNA. That's a great signing for TNA. It only adds to their roster depth. They've got some really interesting pieces in play right now. Uh, I think it's a perfect time to go to the mailbag. Welcome. You've got mail. Two questions in the mailbag this week. As always, get your
2: questions into us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, and of course, Total B, she's at gmail dot com. The first
0: question actually came in directly to Mike Davidson. So, actually, let's go ahead. two questions came in directly to me. One of them is the winner of the world famous Palomino Club gift card. Oh, damn! Yes, but her who club, won? Her name is Sarah. Oh, Sarah! Not I know your Sarah. wife. I but know You know who Sarah. I'm talking about. She's
1: the best. Her question and has a new business that she's just yes, opened up. Yes,
0: with. it's. Uh, Should we mention that, or maybe she might not want us to mention that? Well, she would love to mention, but if you're looking for a new hairstylist, look for Sarah Mm -hmm. Jane Brown. On, on social media, Instagram especially. She's got an Instagram page, Sarah Jane Brown in Winnipeg. She's on Portage Avenue if you need a new hairstylist. But anyway, her question didn't qualify because it's a question we answered in the last month, but she did do an audio, so that's why she didn't, she hadn't listened to the episode where the question was asked. So she wins a $50 gift card courtesy of Scotty Townsend mm. and our friends at the World Famous Palomino Club, and she likes her Ryan Coke, so she's going to have one or two on us nice. and on Scotty. Uh, we appreciated the question, but we have a, Uh, We have a question here that we are going to answer, and it is from Sheldon, and he says... You Which both? Sheldon, the one that got slapped? No, Sheldon Stashko. Speaking of the Sheldon who got slapped, sorry to <laughs> I digress. saw him at the rookie show. He looks like a young Bruce Pritchard with a Tom Selleck stash, and I'll post that picture on social media. I love that guy. He's I, a he's a beauty. he's a butte. Yeah. yeah,
1: shout out to Sheldon.
0: Yes, he loves that that we do that for him. But he does look like young Bruce Pritchard, and I don't think he's embracing looking like young brother Love. But
1: Not I, a good guy to embrace looking like right now. At the moment, uh,
0: well. He, I don't think he did anything wrong anyway. <laughs> he says, you both, and he means you and I, mentioned that Primo's cards are filled with untrained wrestlers. I was wondering if audience understands how bad bumps can happen with trained wrestlers and how the danger increases with just one untrained wrestler and skyrockets with two or more. So he's asking, do fans understand the danger factor? I hope and so. Do promoters? That's the other one. So here's the promoters thing. clearly don't understand. No. So <laughs> if you have an unqualified wrestler, yep. not only is it bad, it's like, imagine going to a restaurant and the restaurant decides it wants to use an unqualified ingredient or an ingredient that has spoiled. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's the cheapest possible ingredient. Yep. You wouldn't want to be paying for that. You could make it taste that like she. Yes. So that's what wrestling promoters should look at. Like, if I ran a restaurant, I if I run a pizza place, I'm gonna be known as that crappy, cheap pizza. If I use crappy, cheap pepperoni, or if I use crappy cheese, like crappy cheese that's not enough, I'm that I'm that guy that makes that bad pizza and tries to pizza. There you go, I, I, something you could relate to. Mm. So when dieting. so when you're running a show and you think, oh, I'm gonna take all the all the cheap talent or all the chi- talent that'll say yes the quality ingredients suck. Yep. Now on an injury factor, you get a guy who's not safe, not qualified. He's a risk to himself. He's yep. a risk to his opponents doing something that's already dangerous. Anyways. Now imagine Mentalo, who keeps a pretty good schedule shows up and you put him against an undertrained guy and he gets hurt. He misses six weeks. That's going to suck for him. Mm-hmm. It's a setback financially. It's a setback. It, he's, the guy is dedicated and in the gym an awful lot. Maybe he won't be able to work out. Mm -hmm. So fans, you can hold promoters accountable by saying, I want to know what the lineup is before I go to the show. And I don't think that you're putting out the best. Like you look at a menu when you go to a restaurant, if you think they're not putting out the best ingredients, do not buy at that restaurant. Mm -hmm. Keep walking. So you can have that same accountability factor with promoters. When you look at their lineup and you're like, Player one doesn't belong on a show. Now, the power is in the fans' hands. Yeah. But that's why when we say 400 people for wrestling with the cause, is that good? The fans didn't know when they went there because he's only run a few shows, right? right? Do you think think that's probably
1: why that they do that? I don't don't advertise some of these guys. And I think fans are smarter now,
0: too. I think they... He did advertise everyone. He had a poster with about 35 wrestlers on it.
1: But, like, I'm saying, like, that's they're all small pictures, so you don't know what you're getting till you get there and you see two guys who are a buck thirty wearing t shirts and track pants and get in the ring and pretend to wrestle.
0: Yeah. It just looks bad. So it's it's bad on all fronts. Wrestling fans have there's two people who have the ability to stop these promoters from doing it. Wrestlers who take bookings for them. Yep. If they all say no at the same time, that yep. promoter can't run the show. And two fans who decide that they're not gonna spend their money with them. I'm not telling you not to spend money with anybody. I tell you to spend money where you want to, but if you want to hold a promoter accountable for cutting corners, that's how you do it.
2: Second question coming in to our email, she's at gmail.com from a young wrestler who wishes to remain nameless. Mm. Good question though. When negotiating pay, what is the right way to negotiate <laughs> your payoff with a promoter?
0: Love the show. Thanks. People well, listening. we have two different perspectives. I've been the promoter who had to negotiate. Yeah, this, this and you're is the wrestler that never, who chose never to negotiate, but to hold a promoter accountable if he didn't pay you properly. Well, here's here's how here's how I look at it.
1: And again, for me, I look at it this way. Um, I expect I don't I don't expect to make a living wrestling, nor should anybody on a local level. However, I look at what I've contributed into the business, what I what I bring to a show. And I expect to be paid in a fair fashion uh, for those contributions. Now, if you show up at a show, you haven't put anything into the business, you don't take the business seriously, you don't contribute anything to the show, you don't help the promoter, uh, do you really have any leverage for negotiating your pay? Now, if you're a new wrestler, uh, if you were trained by that promotion, you might have some sort of... um, You know, you might have to help with the ring. You might have to do some of these types of things. Or if you're green, you're getting reps. You're not going to have that much of a leg to stand on. But I like to say you build your reputation every day. So as you put more into the business, you should in turn expect to get a little bit more out of it. Um, So that would be how I would approach it. And I would say like, you know, maybe if you're a green guy, you maybe you don't ask them what that payday looks like right off the bat if you're new. What do you? What are you where, Mike what are you, Davidson over here. What are you doing? Are you winning uh, money again? Go ahead. ahead. spinning <laughs> his pop slots <laughs> over there. I didn't mean to mess you up. It's called vibrate mode. But no, I I I think if you're a new wrestler, you really sometimes you just got to take the reps. Now they got to be good reps. But um, I don't think you're really in a position to kind of demand X amount of dollars.
0: As a promoter, here's the
1: tough part. But you should get something, right? Well, if you put something into it, if you put something into the business and you contribute something to the show, and I don't mean just get out there and wrestle a match. If like for me, I look a lot different than most wrestlers on the show because I put a lot into the business. When I put more into the business, I expect to get more
0: out of the business. That's my philosophy. Fair enough. As a promoter, it's pretty simple. You you have a budget when you put together a show and you have a dollar range based on the revenue you can realistically expect Mm -hmm. and you're hoping to make it go as far as you can. So you might say to a guy, listen, this is what I've got. Can you handle that? I always believed you should have the conversation with the talent at the time you're making an agreement. Now, when WFX was around, I'm using you every third Friday. It's not going to vary. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the house is up or down. My budget isn't dependent on if you're on the show or not. We're losing money to produce TV. This is the rate going forward. It doesn't go up, it doesn't go down. And if you look in if you look in that locker room and you say, Well, well, Bushwhacker, Luke, and Gangrell are making more than me, then you're you're stupid and I don't want to talk to you. What have they put into the business? Yes. Way more than you. I ran into this people would look at it and say, well, what has Michael Elgin done that I haven't done? Well, he, at the time, was probably very, very close to going to Ring of Honor and becoming a future Ring of Honor world champion. And he was. What has Jesse Goddard accomplished? Well, he had been on a TV show called Big Brother and everybody knew who he was. And
1: looks like a million dollars. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And would do anything that the company yes. asks. Go to do a radio station hit. Go do a lunch with a fan. Go do this. Go do that. Go do this. Go do that. Yeah, whatever you need. I was pay for my airfare and give me what I ask for and we're good. And I'm the same way. Like if the company
1: asks me to do something because I bring some value and yeah. I can help the company, I will do
0: whatever I need to do. Yeah. Here are some things a wrestler should know. It's not bad to say to the promoter what is the budget for me? How much are how much is the offer? That's a good good way of asking. Yeah, how much is the offer? Okay, good. I'm very happy with that. Do it by text so that way if there's a discrepancy at the end you can say here's the screenshot of the text this is what I was promised. Don't get mad if there's a confusion. Sometimes the promoter thought, I I thought we agreed to this. You're thinking it was $15 more. If you, if you can back it up and say, no, look at this email exchange. Look at this text. Okay. Then it's on him to make good. And also understand if the promoter, the, I don't know too many promoters who are in it to screw the wrestler. Mm -hmm. Usually, oh, you know, they're financially destitute when they, when they had a bad house, they might say, Hey, listen, like, can we, can we fix this in a day or two? Give them some slack. Don't go out and crap on them in the internet. On the internet over it, but at the end of the day, ask what is the offer, and if it's not what you want, say oh, I was hoping to get this. I was hoping my rate would be this, and maybe the promoter will come through. And just uh, I, I agree with both of you, but
2: maybe just a slightly different perspective. Get paid. For doing it, even if you are green and you're starting, if you, if somebody's booking you and se- and somebody's coming to you and saying I would, I'd like you on
0: my yep. show, there should be an understanding. Y- you have to get paid. Don't do it for free. You're risking your life. So I hope you're going to tell Rob Stardom and all those guys that he said do it for charity that they should have been paid.
2: They should. Well, charity shows are a little bit of a different different animal. Am I am I wrong? I wouldn't wrestle for free on a charity. I show. wouldn't wrestle for free on a charity show either. But if somebody wants I to I donate w- their time for charity, that's different than donating your time down at whatever, at uh, West End Cultural Center. I
0: believe I would donate my time for charity if and when a bunch of us really were putting on an amazing show. Like, the best of the best of us were getting together and it made sense for us all Mm -hmm. to do it because it's a perfect reflection of what we can do as an industry. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'd like to know what's going on in the event center. This... is your B. She's Wrestling
1: Event Center. We start in British Columbia... Friday, February 9th, 365 Pro Wrestling is in Duncan. Friday, February 9th, Thrash Wrestling is in Penticton. Saturday, February 10th, 365 Pro Wrestling is in Campbell River. We move to Alberta. Friday, February 9th, Pure Power Wrestling is in Nobleford. Friday, February 9th, Top Talent Wrestling returns to Edmonton. Saturday, February 10th, Pure Power Wrestling is in Lethbridge. And finally, Saturday, February 10th, Real Canadian Wrestling is in Calgary. And that has
0: been your b Wrestling Event Center. By my count, that's a seven events in the B She's Wrestling Events Center. Thank you so much, Mecca Shane Madison, for that seven events. But you know what? Actually, there should be eight, and there's an eighth event that is coming up
1: in March that uh, I should mention for the real deal, James Roth. It's the uh, Guns and Hoses <laughs> charity game in support of the Never Never Alone Foundation. So that's going to be. Uh, James Roth is a very accomplished hockey player he's a winger just like me did you know that I did not know that he is a winger so uh, the Winnipeg smoke is taking on I'm not sure the name of this team but they are called the heat and that's going to be on March 2nd at the uh, well it used to be called the iceplex tickets are ten dollars. We'll talk about this a little bit closer to the show, but if you want to get your tickets in advance, you can do so. You can contact us here at the Total B-She's Wrestling Show, or B-She's Wrestling Show, my apologies, and uh, we can get you
0: in touch with the people who are selling those tickets. Absolutely. And with that, in seven days, we'll have something more to talk about. Thank you for listening today, and we'll see you then.